the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, this is Pastor Steve Wilburn with Core Church Los Angeles. Well, we are living in some crazy times right now, are we not? I mean, just open your eyes, turn on the radio, look at any watch, any radio program. Oh my goodness. I remember when I was, you know, years ago reading through the book of Revelation for the first time. I'm talking like 40 years ago. We're talking decades ago. Just want to point out, I'm still in good shape. But anyway, I remember reading about the mark of the beast. Oh my goodness, the mark of the beast, the number 666, a number that people would have to receive on their body, on their right hand or their forehead. And I've been thinking to myself, this is insane. Now, you got to remember, I'm reading this back in the 70s. Oh my goodness, you know. But let me read to you what I had read for the first time back in like 1970. 77. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 13, verse 16, and it says, And he who, the Antichrist, causes the small and the great, the rich and the poor, doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter where you came from, the free men and slaves to be given a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And he provides that no one should be able to buy or sell except the one who has the mark, either the name of the beast or the number of his name. And then he goes on to say, now here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for the number is that of a man, and his number is 666. Six, six, six. So what? Like no one could buy or sell? Like you can't buy something? You can't go to 7-Eleven and get a big gulp? I mean, you can't buy a car? It's like you can't sell something? What about our garage sales? Hey, I'm just putting everything out here. It's like what? I'm asking five bucks for that. I'll give you 25 cents. Okay, whatever. You can't buy or sell without this mark. See, the Bible's very clear. It said, in the end, every man, every woman will be required to have the mark. This number 666. It'll either have to be on your right hand or on your forehead. Now, many throughout my years of being a pastor and as a Christian, sharing Christ with people, many would refuse to listen to that. And they'd refuse to follow Jesus Christ. And they think, oh, you know what? You Christians are a bunch of lunatics. You know, this is all a bunch of gibberish. You're telling me that there's going to come a day that everyone would have to take a mark on their right hand or their forehead to just survive, to just live in life? you got to be kidding me. They would say things like, you know, you Christians have completely and totally lost your minds. It's nothing more than some crazy religious fairy tale. How in the world could that ever happen? And of course, you know, again, me first reading this back in the 70s, I kind of thought to myself, how could that ever happen? Of course, in times past, I would bring up 
the fact as we started seeing technology increase, because the Bible says in Daniel chapter 12 that in the end of time, in the last days, that man's knowledge would increase. Isn't it amazing that you go all the way back to the beginning of man up to about 150 years ago, and there was hardly none, if very little, any advancement in technology. But then all of a sudden, 150 years ago to now, oh my goodness, everything changes. I mean, it's like, think about where we were 120 years ago. There's no cars. Well, they were starting to experiment with cars, uh, steam-driven cars and things like that. But, you know, it's like, oh, my goodness. It's like motorcycles, everything. Everything started happening right around 1900. Things started developing. Things started happening and everything. So all of a sudden, like, oh, my goodness, everything is happening. So now what are we doing? We're putting chips in our dogs. And now humans are being chipped even as we speak. One of the first American companies to chip their employees for access to doors and computers was Three Market Square in Wisconsin. They followed Sweden, where a company named Biohacks has chipped thousands of people for doing many things like riding the rail system. And look at what we have access to now. Things like Apple Pay. Uh, a Euronews article reported on a company named I Am Robot in Germany, and they've chipped thousands of people. Our banking systems now have contactless debit cards. And hotels now, you get your hotel key. It's not a key anymore. It's a contactless room key now. You just tap it on the door. Reading about the mark of the beast in the Bible just 50 years ago had to sound pretty far-fetched, but not Everyone thought that. See, Chris Gray, a professor of cultural studies of science and technology at the University of Great Falls in Montana, said this quote, down the line, it could be used talking about this chip and everything in your body. It could be used as a credit card. A lot of people won't have to carry wallets anymore. What the implications are for this technology, and this again, he's talking about chipping people, in the long run is profound, in quote. Yes, this would end credit card fraud, would it not? Yet again, some say, I would never put a number on my forehead or my hand or inject my body with a chip. And buying or selling without it, that is completely ridiculous. Yet... Here we are today, being told that people cannot work or you cannot go to many places. You can't go to certain restaurants. You can't do this in certain cities now unless you have what? Oh, I'm sorry, the vaccine. Oh, and you might not be able to travel here or travel there because of the vaccine. And Bill Gates has already talked about from Microsoft about putting a chip in the vaccine. Listen, this is all fascinating to say the least. There is so much more to what many are seeing. Well, I'm Pastor Steve Wilburn from Core Church Los Angeles, and in studio with me today is my guest, Pastor Rob McCoy from Godspeak Calvary Chapel, Thousand Oaks. Pastor Rob not only has pastored Godspeak for some 17 years, well, 20 years. Okay. He also became the mayor of Thousand Oaks. How crazy is that? He's also a LA County Sheriff's chaplain and he's part of Turning Point USA with Charlie Kirk. But on top of all of those accolades, he's just a really good friend of mine and has spoken at Core Church Los Angeles multiple times. Pastor Rob, welcome to the show today. Thanks, Steve. You are a treasure, and I'm I'm sitting here listening to you uh, go through the scriptures and take a look at these eschatological end time views. And uh, 
I tell you, we're in some interesting times. It's 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 crazy times. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about this vaccine today. And that's why I want you to be in studio today. I'm so thankful that you drove in here. Uh, So those of you listening, if you want to get in on this, you can call us at 888-528-2557. That's 888-528-2557. You know, Rob, before we get into this whole vaccine thing, which is going to just consume this next hour, Big time. I just, you know, you're such a good friend of mine. And I just want people to know when I was making the decision to come down and start Core Church Los Angeles, the only two people that knew besides myself was Greg Laurie and my wife. And uh, I wasn't going to tell anyone because I was teaching the main Sunday night service at Harvest. And so I wasn't saying a word to anybody except for one friend. And that was you, Rob. You're the only person that knew I was going to start a church in Los Angeles. What a blessing you've been to L.A. And, you know, you did get something wrong in the introduction. You said I'm an L.A. County sheriff. That's uh, chaplain. That's you. I'm, I was a Ventura County uh, chaplain. Yes. And, and, you know, you hit the ground running here, Steve. And, and you, you jumped in, helped law enforcement. You have that church is resplendent. It's amazing what God has done. Um, I, I, and I had the privilege I, I, to be on your board. I've, I've watched this. Yes. And it has been nothing short of miraculous. God has powerfully used you, and your voice here on KKLA, phenomenal. So, Well, it's so crazy, Rob, because I remember how uh, when I called you, I almost can play a video in my head of when I was talking to you. I was sitting in my office in Riverside. You know, you're up in Thousand Oaks, and I'm like, Rob, what am I going to do? I have empty pockets. I have no money. I'm going to the, one of the most expensive areas in all of the world on the west side of L.A. How are we going to do it? I don't even have a sound system. I don't have anything. And I just remember you telling me. I, I don't remember what I told you. but <laughs> well, let, me tell you what you, let me tell you what you told me. You're like, Steve, just go. God's going to provide. And I'm just like, but Rob, I don't have any money. I don't have anything. He goes, listen, if you find yourself in a place of position where you have no money, call me up and we'll help you make your bills. Amen. And I, I, never, I, I do remember that. That's right. And I never called you because, no, because God provided. What, because God provided exactly what you said, and he's been providing this whole time. Amen. And so, anyway, with, with all of that said, you know, it's like, again, this is Pastor Steve Wilburn, Core Church Los Angeles. I'm here with my in-studio guest, Pastor Rob McCoy of God Speak Calvary Chapel, Thousand Oaks. And we're talking specifically about this vaccine. And we were talking yesterday, and, uh, you know, Rob— just going back and forth, talking about the vaccine, share some of those things that we were talking about yesterday. Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, we're watching as mandates are coming across the, the country, and we have some federal mandates, but the president wants to go through private industry to push forward the mandate. So you've got United Airlines demanding of their workforce that they be vaccinated, and then you see a that's United Airlines, and you see American Airlines Southwest pushing back, Delta's pushing back. Uh, it it, it and then we're seeing it enforced into our military personnel uh, that, that they're going to be required. And so, like you, I have been inundated with requests from people seeking religious exemptions. Uh, they've been seeking medical exemptions. Here in California, it's really tough to get a medical exemption. And if you're a doctor that provides med- medical exemptions, if you do more than five, they list you and then they threaten you. So, you know, you have Dr. Pan, excuse me, yeah, who is part of the California legislature, and and the the vaccination laws that our legislature has passed are draconian, so we're we're watching as and, and listen, folks. It's not an issue of pro-vax or anti-vax. It's an issue of liberty. The government's authority ends where my skin begins. And the governor's coming out and saying that anyone who's not vaccinated is like a drunk driver. 
behind the wheel of a car. Well, if the vaccination works and it provides immunity, how in the world is somebody who's not vaccinated a threat? Well, and what I don't understand, Rob, it, why such a massive push when this when COVID has a 99.5% recovery rate? It, it, it's actually more than that because we're watching as it's being pushed onto our children in school. So if you go 17 and under, the survival rate for COVID is 99.9972%. Any any children that have died from COVID had severe comorbidities, and there's it's under 500 children, I think, nationwide. And it, and they, I heard it was 350 children nationwide that have died, and every one of them had like leukemia, severe or comorbidities, some, exactly. yeah, lymphoma, yeah, yeah, cancer. And and when I was when I was brought before the judge for contempt charges when when we opened our church. We got a Freedom of Information Act, and at the time in Ventura County, we had a little over 100, I think we had 107 deaths attributed to COVID. When we pushed for the information, we found out that of the 107 folks that had died, only two died from COVID. A 95-year-old man and a woman in her her mid-80s, all the rest had died with. And the youngest person who had died was a 43-year-old person who uh, he had died of a fentanyl overdose, tested positive for COVID, and was listed in the numbers. So we, influenza's gone, all these other ailments are gone, but when you just look at the data and you go to CDC or you go to the VAERS and watch what's happening with uh, the, the RNA, uh, mRNA shot, uh, th- it, there's some, we've had more deaths from, from this mRNA shot than all vaccine deaths combined since the late 60s. This is what's so frightening. And, 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 t- and I think today it was FDA approved, which doesn't mean anything right well yeah because at this point you know everything is coming from the government it's like it's all following a particular narrative why isn't that just uh, a coincidence (laughs) it's like oh my goodness what what is amazing to me is is when you look at the mortality rate of covid and they they tout these huge numbers here in america why are they so different than everywhere every place else because we attributed deaths to covid that were like these are people who had heart failure they had cancer all of these things and if they had covid in their body they were diagnosed as they died of covid no no they died with covid they didn't die of covid and that's why our mortality rates are so much higher than any other country it's it's crazy when you start digging into information and you're finding information it's like wow what's being spoon-fed to the american public in general is well it's not true it's it's fear-based now mind you covid uh, COVID-19 is is a virus, and it and it does have serious consequences to folks 65 and older with comorbidities. But we've quarantined our young people. We've masked them. We've we've shuttered their schools. We've caused the abused to be quarantined with their abusers. The elderly are dying alone. We're we're watching as businesses are shuttered over a virus that from 70 and under with no comorbidities has a 99.5% survival rate. So, and, and now with, with this survivable virus, with this survivable virus, we have contrasting countries. You see Sweden and you see Israel. Israel is the most vaccinated nation on the face of the earth. You contrast that with Sweden that did herd immunity, very little, if any vaccinating, and they, they didn't mask or social distance. They have, their, their deaths have plummeted. There's nothing there. If you look at the latest data, they have, re- they have reached herd immunity in Sweden. And you contrast that with Israel, the highest vaccinated nation on the face of the earth. And 80% of their ICU patients have been double vaccinated. 
it is worthless. It doesn't do anything. It, it has a spike protein. It elevates your immune response. And for folks, it's like sending every fire truck to every issue all the time. The body breaks down. You have 13-year-olds dying of myocarditis, heart ailments. That This is insane what is happening. And it has nothing to do with science. And it has nothing to do with the safety of individuals. It is this. The next variant of COVID is not Delta or Gamma. The last variant of COVID will be totalitarianism. It is medical apartheid. Yes. And that's why I opened up with the fact that talking about the mark of the beast, it's like people would say years ago, and you've been a pastor for you know 20 years. It's like you, you, you've run into all these questions. Oh, how can anyone say that there's, everyone's going to take a number in their body and, and they couldn't buy or sell? This is preparing this. The COVID vaccine is not the mark of the beast. I just want to establish that. But what it is, is it's preparing us. It's getting us ready for it. It's, it's causing us to have this ability to have a mind that is prepared to receive whatever they want to feed to us. So when this whole COVID thing hit and everything, uh, my church and a church up in Thousand Oaks never closed. How did that go for you? <laughs> well, uh, so at the time, I, I was a sitting city council member for the city of Thousand Oaks. I just finished my term as mayor. Uh, we're going into uh, January, and uh, we didn't know the severity of the virus, although I had seen data coming out, and we, we uh, had the Diamond uh, a cruise liner. So we had that data and those were folks 65 and older, many of them with comorbidities. We knew it wasn't traveling through the air, picked up on surfaces and all the, the fear that we were getting. We saw the data. I mean, it was a, it was like a Petri dish. It was a closed system that you could investigate. And we were looking at that. And so we, we allowed our church to close in that season willingly. It's, it's like a wife submitting to her yeah, husband. It's not, right. it's not something that's forced. It's willing. And, and we, we willingly submitted uh, to to these orders to, to close down until we understood the severity of the virus. But for us, on April 3rd, which was uh, Palm Sunday, starting of our, our Holy Week, and the governor comes out and says that the church is non-essential and they cannot meet. But abortion clinics that will rip apart a baby in its mother's womb, flush the parts into the, the sewage systems of our state, and cannabis distributors and liquor stores are all essential, but the church is not. I had a problem with that. Even if we followed CDC standards, which we did, and we opened and did communion because it's our sacrament and we're covered by the First Amendment, our sanctuary holds 500 seats. We had 10 chairs. It took us four hours to do communion. The press descended on us like we were super spreaders killing everyone. And to the press's credit, they pointed out it was the cleanest place in Ventura. And and we did communion. And, uh, and then when we got to May 31st, after the riots here in L.A. where 75% of the businesses that were burned and looted were Jewish-owned and targeted, and the governor of the state praised the, the, the violence, praised the, the, the violators who were shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder with no masks, I realized at that moment this, this, is, this is political. And yep. we opened our doors wide. Not one single case of COVID— and our church exploded because we were the only show in town. I mean, yes. people are desperate if they're coming to listen to me preach. And the church exploded. <laughs> and and then in August, three of the five county supervisors were so infuriated that we would defy a tyrannical order that they, they took taxpayer money, hired an attorney 
to put forward to a judge that was political and predictive to give a, an, a temporary emergency restraining order. No cases wide open since May 31st. Now we're in middle to late August. And they put a restraining order naming me and a thousand congregants or visitors that would receive a citation that, it, that if you're an NROTC student, you would lose your scholarship. If you, are, you carry a concealed weapon, you'd lose that. These are serious citations. And they, they were wanting to get the sheriffs to, to lock the doors and arrest the congregants. And I was left with this, this decision. Do I violate that restraining order or do I open? And, and my wife and I talked. And, I, and the attorney said, look, these are all the things you could lose. And he went down the list, your house, you lose your, your church, on and on. And my wife, I said, I, I'm going to do this. And she said, I'd, I'd, I'd rather be a widow than be married to a coward. My kids were all in. All 15 of our elders were in, wow. the staff. And we opened wide, and we haven't closed since. And the county dropped their case. They had tried to amass over $300,000 in fines. We beat them. You stand against tyranny just like Daniel did in the lion's den. Amen. Open your windows wide. Pray so that they can see you praying. You have the right to worship your God. Nobody gets in the way of that. I don't care how powerful that governor is. He doesn't have the right to stop people from worshiping the living God. Amen. You know, and we did the same thing at Core Church Los Angeles. We opened the doors. I think we, we did the same thing as you. We were closed for about three weeks. When I say closed, we, you know, we went to all video messages and what have you, uh, online services and everything. And, you know, the Bible says that God causes all things to work together for good. So our online has exploded. But after about three weeks, I just said, you know what, open the doors and people just started coming back. And so we have never closed since through this last year and a half. And we will never close again because this is just craziness. This is Pastor Steve Wilburn of Core Church Los Angeles. My guest is Pastor Rob McCoy of Godspeak Calvary Chapel, Thousand Oaks. And we're talking about the vaccine. We're talking about the implications of the vaccine. Uh, We have one person on hold. Uh, You can hold on there. We're going to take a commercial break. We'll get right back to you. And if you want to call in and talk about this, it's 888-528-2557. That's 888-528-2557. Again, this is Pastor Steve Wilburn, Core Church, Los Angeles. We're talking with Pastor Rob McCoy, Godspeak, Calvary Chapel, Thousand Oaks. We're going to be right back after this commercial break. This is Pastor Steve Wilburn of Core Church Los Angeles, and my guest today is Pastor Rob McCoy of Godspeak Calvary Chapel, Thousand Oaks. And we're talking about the COVID vaccine. You can give us a call at 888-528-2557. You know, Pastor Rob, you just said when they did the big close down because of COVID last year, uh, that abortion clinics were open, cannabis places selling, you know, pot were open and everything. And, you know, just kind of you just got under my skin a little bit just thinking about that, you know, uh, because the big abortion lie is, well, hey, it's, you know, it's my body, my choice. I can do whatever. Why is it not that with the vaccine? I mean, here it's my body, my choice. We've we've killed 61 million babies in abortion. since Con- Conservatively Wade. speaking, conservatively. And if, if people don't understand that number, that's the entire population of California, Oregon, Washington, Arizona and Nevada. So the entire western side of the United States is how many babies we've aborted. It's okay to do that, but of course we defend that with everything, not we as in me or you. 
But the United States defends that decision. And here we are with the vaccine. How come it's not my body and my choice? Yeah, it, 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 none of it makes sense. It's, exactly. it's a dystopian nightmare. And they want it to be the new normal. And, and I'm, I, I won't live with that. And as and as we watch how they're 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 doing medical apartheid by separating us for a virus that doesn't merit this emergency procedure, and it's the only virus in the history of our nation that we have we have tracked via who has contracted it, not who's been hospitalized. Right. And 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 and. 85% of the people who get COVID didn't even know they had it. It's so frightening and terrible that you have to be tested to know you have it. Now, now I'm not dismissing those who've died. It is, it is serious for older folks. Yes. Very serious. And folks with comorbidities. But we, we have medications out there. We have approaches to it. This is, this is the most censored time in American history. That if, if, you, if you defy the narrative of Dr. Fauci or any of, of the federal government's mandates or any of these these governors, uh, you are removed from social media. Big tech is involved. That's what I love, yes. the freedom of radio and KKLA. They don't, they don't have to subscribe to what I say, but they give us the freedom That's to right. say these things. Absolutely. Well, let's go to the radio right now, and we have, uh, we have Ruben online. And so, Ruben, are you there? Ruben. Yeah, I'm here. Yes. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. So you are getting forced. You're getting forced to take the vaccine at your job. Yes, sir. They're, uh, I work for Alley Unified School District, and they're mandating it by uh, uh, October to be 100% vaccinated, first and second shot, and uh, we don't have a say at all. And I'm pretty upset about that as a Christian person. I don't want you know, you know, unborn uh, baby pieces in my body. No, absolutely. So my body, my choice. Absolutely. You know, well, you know, Ruben, all I can say is, you know, hold out as long as you can. And there's a lot of lawsuits that are happening right now. There's 121 doctors and nurses at one hospital that have brought a lawsuit against uh, their hospital for this. And these are starting to happen more and more. And and so uh, a lot of things are going to change here because people are finally starting to rise up and say uh, no. And so, uh, please hold on. And- yeah, uh, Ruben, uh, go to godspeak.com. We just did an entire uh, event with uh, Nicole Pearson, attorney. Uh, we also had a number of frontline doctors. We talked about how to resist, uh, especially for our first responders, police, fire. All of them are being forced. We had Captain Pelikai from Honolulu, Hawaii, who, uh, is, you know, his father was a firefighter. He's a firefighter. They're going to lose their job because they won't allow themselves to be injected with this experimental mRNA shot. Uh, you need to resist. And, and rights are like muscles. If you don't exercise them, you're going to lose them. And, and this is going to come at a cost for everyone. This is tyranny. And, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And, and you have to be brave. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Stand in opposition to that, brother. Don't give up. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that advice. I, I'm going to do that and hold off as long as I can. I really don't want to do it. My wife's already done it. My kids already done it. But, you know, I'm holding off. Right? I'm praying, praying for, for, for help from the Lord here. All right. Otherwise, well, hold out, my brother. Hold out. God bless you. Thank you for calling. Bless you, Reuben. Yes, it's, uh, you know, this is one of those things that we have to stand, you know, firm and stand. I don't know why with me. I just from the day one, I'm like, yeah, I'm not taking this. You know, it's like, I'm fine. You know, it's like this is the flu. Again, if you're elderly, if you have a, you know, uh, 
history with other health problems and what have you, maybe it's a little bit different for you. But for the average person, this is this is the flu. And the World Health Organization, who's been trying to protect China through this whole thing, they even said at the very beginning of this, this is, you know, January, a year and a half ago, you know, a year and three quarters ago. You know, they even said that 95% of every person that will get this will have mild symptoms. So I, I got COVID. You did. You, I did. I talked to you when you had it. Yeah, my, and, and my family got it. And, and you know, as it, as it came through our home, I was the one who got hit the worst. I'm 57, um, and it hit me. And I, I called a friend of mine. He prescribed hydroxychloroquine. I got bedesonide. I got a pregnazone and a pack. The doctor wouldn't fulfill the prescription, said, what is it for? And my doctor, uh, my doctor said to the pharmacist who wouldn't fulfill the prescription, I, 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 you have an electronic directory there. Would you do me a favor? I need to know your name and your license number so I can put it in the electronic file. Because if this patient dies and he was given a, a you know, a course of action that would have saved him. You denied him access. I don't want to be sued. That that pharmacist, and it's the first time in history that pharmacists are now telling, breaking the, the doctor-patient confidentiality, and that, that pharmacist says, you want five or ten. I mean, <laughs> it, you, you have to push back. And the minute I got on that, 48 hours later, bam, done. And it was in my lungs. I mean, I got hit hard. It's, it's over. And, and I have the antibodies. I'm healthy as an ox. So... I, I, I'm with you, Steve, yeah. uh, the, and, and anyone else out there. It's your body, your choice in that capacity. The problem is with abortion. It's someone else's body in the mother's womb. Yeah. Different DNA. Yeah. See, think about that. That's, that's a deep thought right there. And, you know, now that here we are at, what is it, 63.5% of the United States is vaccinated now. I, I don't believe that number. Yeah, and that and that could be a totally inflated number. Which, yeah, what do you believe anymore anyway? With yeah. all the fake news that's out there, because it's always follow the science. Remember, it was started up follow the science, and it's like the science is rebutted all the time. But it's what they mean to say is only follow the science that we approve of, yeah. and it's like then that's it. And it's like where do where do you go from there? And uh, you know, so when we look at the the big picture, it's like so now we have whatever. Fifty uh, percent plus of Americans that are vaccinated, and now they are just as susceptible to COVID as someone who's not vaccinated. M- more so, right? More so. They, exactly. they they have the spike protein, and as you're seeing in Israel, with the most highly vaccinated nation on the face of the earth, over eighty percent of the patients in ICU had double vaccination. Yes. So so they're more susceptible. They have that spike protein that overreacts. Yeah, and they're saying it's a Delta variant. It, what, what, then if it's a Delta variant, why aren't the people that have, have such a small percentage in the ICU who've had COVID, why are they not affected by the Delta variant? Why right. is it the, the lion's share of the folks who have been vaccinated? Yeah, yeah, that's well, that's a great question. It's one of those questions that that they're not giving us answers to. It's like everything that you hear anymore. It, it's like, uh, oh, yes, everyone that's stranded in uh, uh, Afghanistan. Oh, they're not stranded. We're going to get every American out. What, really? Says who? You know, it's just like everything you hear anymore is now questionable. And this is why we as the church have to continue to speak the truth. And this is why churches like Calvary Chapel of Thousand Oaks, uh, Godspeed. Uh, This is why this church is it's worth going to. Your church is worth going to. I've spoken at your church before. It's worth going to. (laughs) (laughs) Your your church and my church have something in common. Uh, they all want you back. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's the here's the great news when you speak truth. You never have to cover a lie. 
because you just speak truth. And I tell people all the time, and I say, you know, the word of God is not always what you want to hear, but it's always what you need to hear. And so people will say to me, they'll be offended with me after a service. I always stand by the door. I'm not the disappearing pastor. I stand by the door and I greet people as they come. They greet people as they leave. And people will say, well, you know, I don't believe what you said today. I'm like, well, really? Well, what part of it did you not believe? And they'll confront me on a particular issue and what have you. And so I'll, I'll say, well, why do you believe that's not true? You know, and they'll say, well, I don't believe that. Well, it doesn't really matter what what you believe. This is what the Bible teaches. And so that, therefore it's truth. You know, Jesus said to sanctify them in the truth. Thy word is truth. And so, uh, you know, so what, what do you reply to people when they say, well, you know, you should close your doors. You should, you know, go by all these mandates. What, what do you tell them? Oh, the, the biggest one we get is uh, the, the, you know, when Jesus said, what is the greatest commandment they asked him? And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. And, yeah. and the second like it, uh, love your neighbor as yourself on these two commandments, saying all the law, the prophets. And they, they say, you're not loving your neighbor. And then they quote Romans 13, which says that you're, submit, you're to submit to all positions of authority. They're appointed by God. And my response to both of them is, I do love my neighbor, and you don't. I love my neighbor who's been quarantined, the, the abused neighbor who's been quarantined with their abusers, the, the children who, who, don't, who have, have no you know, suffering from this virus, whose schools have been shuttered, the businesses that have been, you know, closed, uh, the elderly who've died alone. I love them. And it's coming at a cost at $3,000 every time the doors of our church are opened by a, a judge who's political and predictive, and we're being fined. I love them. For you, you post up a black tile and, and you're silent. And you submit to tyranny. Black tile? Really? Black right. Lives Matter? And you don't speak on abortion? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to continue talking about this. Please don't go anywhere. We're going to get to your phone calls here in the next session here. This is Pastor Steve Wilburn with Core Church Los Angeles. And my guest is Pastor Rob McCoy of God Speak, Calvary Chapel, Thousand Oaks. And we're talking about the COVID vaccine. We're talking about the tyranny that's being put upon the American people here. You can call in at 888-528-2557. We're going to take your phone calls. We want to get back. So don't go anywhere. Hey, this is Pastor Steve Wilburn, Core Church, Los Angeles, and my guest in studio is my friend, Pastor Rob McCoy of God Speak, Calvary Chapel, Thousand Oaks. And we're talking about the COVID vaccine. I've been promising you we're going to the phone lines. We're going right now. So if you're on phone waiting, get ready because we're going to start going through every one of these. We've got a full board. So make it quick. Victor from Long Beach, you are on with Steve Wilburn from Core Church, Los Angeles. You're with Rob McCoy. Hey, how's it going? Good, good, good. Your question. Well, you know, uh, my job may be mandating that uh, you take the vaccine unless you have a religious objection. I just wanted to know, uh, do you know right offhand what scriptures I can use to... Well, Victor, I think think there's scriptures that you can use... No, 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 let's just do this. It's real simple for me. Victor... Go to info at yes. godspeak.com, give me your first name, last name, uh, give me an address, and we'll do the exemption for you and send it to you. If you believe that rights come from God, not from man, and you don't want that vaccine, uh, th- we already wrote it out. We'll, we'll do it for you. I'll sign it. and That's a religious exemption, and that's, I'd be happy to do that for you, brother. Well, Pastor Rob, give, oh. that, give that again so everyone get, has it. It's yeah. info. Info at godspeak.com. 
Info yeah, at godspeak.com. Godspeak, G-O-D-S-P-E-A-K.com. Okay, thank you so much, Victor. All right. Hey, JC, Beverly Hills, you're on with Pastor Rob McCoy. Hey, thank you so much for letting me speak. Um, This is my first time hearing your program, and I think this is a divine appointment. My friend called me right before it started. She said, you got to put on the radio. He's on. He's on right now. And I... Oh, you go, JC. I'm hearing you. The Lord bless you. you're saying. Thank you for the strength and the courage to say it. I am... um, uh, a very young-hearted, but in my 70s person who, in my spirit, I don't feel that the, the vaccine is the right thing for me to take. Don't do it. Um, what I like what you said is that each of us should have the right and the courage to listen to the message that God is giving to each one of us. I'm saying that for some people, it may be the right thing. We all have to tune in and get the right guidance. And thanks for standing up for us, and thank you also for the increased and accurate information about the vaccine, the nature Amen. of the disease. Well, J.C., J.C., thank you, you. Thank you so much for your call. We so appreciate you calling you in know what? and your uh, kind me, words. Steve, Steve, let me say this. Jesus healed 10 lepers. Only one came back to say thank you. JC, how sweet. She calls in to say thank you. God bless you, dear. And you know what? Stand firm. The Apostle Paul said, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty for which Christ has set you free. He wrote that in prison. Liberty is worth contending for no matter what the consequences. We're responsible for being faithful. God's in charge of the outcome. Amen. Preach it. Hey, Ricky, Lake Forest, you're on with Pastor Steve Wilburn and Pastor Rob McCoy. Ricky, are you there? Ricky. Is that, is that Randy or Ricky? No, that's Ricky. Is, are you Randy? Yes, oh, I am. Sorry, Randy. Well, let's, <laughs> let's have Randy. Hey, well, then we'll take Randy. We'll leave you, we'll leave your trim, uh, twin brother off to the side. Hey, so, so Randy, yeah, so sorry. We had the, I had the wrong name on the, uh, on the little screen here. But anyway, so Randy, how can we serve you here? Well, I, I just want to ratify what you're saying. Rob McCoy, I met you at... Uh, Kingdom Men's Gathering. Uh, with, I remember uh, you, Randy. Friends, I remember uh, you. Yeah, voice voice print that gives me away, right? That's right. Uh, Samuel that's, ja- Samuel Jackson. That's right. That's that's the <laughs> butter voice right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, this stuff is, is is a fiasco from the beginning. You guys were talking about the elderly and the uh, you know out of shape, in shape. I had. I'm 68 years old. Okay. Last June, June of 20. Okay. June 23rd of 20. I had something and I went to the hospital. Okay. I ended up, the doctor told me I had uh, double pneumonia. Okay. 80% both lung. Okay. Non-COVID related. Okay. Yeah. I said, fix it. Okay. Uh, they said, we're going to do a confirmed test to make sure it's non-COVID related, okay? I said, I don't care. Fix it, okay? Um, four days later, they, they, it came back uh, COVID, okay? Uh, so I said, fix it. Four days later, matter of fact, two days later, in the hospital right here, Saddleback Hospital in 
in uh, in Orange County. Okay, Randy, you got to land this. You got you got to land this plane because there's other folks waiting, and we got a few minutes left. Just... Okay, okay. Well, brothers, go. Go. All right. Well, Randy, thanks for your phone call. But, we so appreciate you. And we're going to go right on. Wait, to... wait, wait, Randy. God bless you that you're that you survived. You are a treasure to the kingdom. And and I look forward to seeing you again, brother. Sorry Amen. Veronica, you're on the phone here with Pastor Steve Wilburn and Rob McCoy here talking about the coronavirus and the vaccine. Veronica. Hi, thank you. Y- yes. Um, yes. So I just really appreciate that you guys are providing the medical exemptions. I had to submit one for my work as well a few months ago, actually, and I was completely lost. Thank God that it was approved. I cried tears of joy when I saw the approval. Um, but I think that right now is absolute tyranny. Um, I have family members who, who just, you know, they bash everybody who doesn't believe in the vaccine. And it's like, if you don't agree with what they have to say, you're canceled. Um, I was very fearful a year ago about COVID and God opened my eyes to his word. Um, and, you know, as Christians, we're supposed to honor those government officials, authorities, and not bash them and love our neighbors, as you said. Um, so ultimately, I just pray for everybody um, because I mean, it's not, you know, it's not good, but my faith and my eyes are on God. I had COVID about a month ago with my husband, my kids, my mom, and we all survived. We were given treatment that has been suppressed, all to the glory of God. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Veronica, for sharing uh, Veronica, that. Veronica, Romans 13, when it says that God appoints all positions of authority and then we're to submit to them, it also says that they're there for our good. Samuel, uh, Jonathan Mayhew in 1766 when he died, but he's the one who started the War of Independence, John Adams said, and he, he exegeted Romans 13, and he said, if they don't do good, they're no longer the authority. Disobedience to tyrants is obedience to God. Uh, you're, you're doing great. Stay the course. Bless you, dear. And let's just remember, too, it's just like, you know, the Bible says for women to submit to their husbands, right? But a woman is never called to submit to her husband if her husband's asking her to do something that's not biblical. So if the husband comes or, or, home— Or not true, just not, or not true. true. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if the husband comes home and says, hey, we're a little low on cash, let's go rob a bank together, the woman says, uh, no. So you never submit to an authority that— goes against what God has given to us in his word. So we must re- remember that. But Veronica, thank you so much yeah, for you. sharing that with us. Uh, we have a couple college students that go to Marymount University. We gave them uh, the uh, ability of doing a religious exemption, and that was accepted too. So don't think that you just have to lay down for this. Uh, see, we've got Flacco here in uh, Santa Ana. You're on the radio with Pastor Steve Wilburn and Pastor Rob McCoy. Flacco, you're on. So good to be able to talk to you, Rob. You know, me and my homies, we watch the vintage McCoy. <laughs> Whoa, the homies are watching the vintage McCoy. <laughs> yeah. It cures and insomnia. We're learning, we're learning so much, but, you know, real quick, you know, I'm against the, the vaccine. And they try to threaten us to say we get fired if we don't get it. But the Bible says in Jeremiah, cursed is the one who trusts in man. And I don't trust in man. It says, and blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. I believe the Constitution was made up godly, inspired by godly men. Amen. And they're taking it away from us. But I love what you're doing with Jack Gibbs, John MacArthur. Um, gosh, all of you guys, you're pushing back. 
Amen. Well, Flacco, thank you so much for calling in. We so appreciate your comments. Thanks, brother. You you blessed me more than tongue can tell, and uh, we'll keep standing. All right. And Dr. Lamberto from San Pedro, you are on the phone with Pastor Steve Wilburn and Pastor Rob McCoy. Oh, yes, it's, it's an honor uh, to, to be able to talk to the, to the really, really uh, God's warriors that I've been uh, following for so many years. And uh, I was, in fact, with uh, Pastor Rob at his own church in uh, Thousand Oaks, but right after the service. Uh, but uh, I just thought uh, I, can, I can have, like, a minute or so, but he's like so much in a hurry. That that was like two Sundays ago. <laughs> uh, he's gonna be out of town, and then. Um, but this is all about something that would help. You know what? We're right. We're up against the break right now, Doctor Lamberto. So I'm gonna have to stop it there. But thank you so much for and, your and, calling and in. come grab me this Sunday. I'll see you, dear. Yes. I, I, I'm not that busy. All right. Yeah. So there, there's your there's your call that you will have a personal invitation with Pastor Rob McCoy. So come back to his church. So, Rob, why don't you tell everyone where your church is and just how to get there, how to get a hold of you. Give your website. Yeah, just just go to Godspeak.com. Uh, you'll, you'll get all the information. It's it's in Thousand Oaks, California. And uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, it, it, if you're far away, if the church is alive, it's worth the drive. But I'll tell you what, if they're in this area, anywhere in L.A., they got to go to CORE, bro. <laughs> well, listen, this is Pastor Steve. If I lived Steve here, Wil- I'd go there. <laughs> this is Pastor Steve Wilburn of CORE Church Los Angeles. My guest today has been Pastor Rob McCoy of Godspeak, Calvary Chapel, Thousand Oaks. We're so thankful that you tuned in today. So may the Lord God bless every one of you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.